Hello, and welcome to the MomStrong Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the MomStrong Method and full-time holistic health and life coach for working moms and mompreneurs. I give it to you straight, I hold you to being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing a family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. So today's episode kicks off a four-part series on women's hormones and the menstrual cycle. Um, And so this will be the first, the menstrual phase will be the first part of our training. And I um, encourage you to bookmark these episodes because as you're learning more, I'm going to first encourage you to start tracking your cycle if you're not currently. And then my hope is when you start tracking your cycle or the lunar cycle, and I'll talk about that more in a second, why you might want to do that versus your menstrual cycle. Um, then you can come back to this episode and go, okay, cool. I'm in my menstrual phase. Now I can listen to this episode and actually start implementing things. So my hope is that what this gives you is more questions than answers sometimes, and that it gets you curious and that you're able to go, hmm, why is that? Or I have that symptom, or I've never thought about that. And you can dive in more. I want to start with saying I am not a doctor. I am not an expert, but I am a voracious learner on women's hormones. Uh, A lot of this information is taken from various resources and books that I've read, especially the books by Elisa Vitti. Um, Her two books, In the Flow and Woman Code, have completely changed the way that I work with my body, not in a dramatic overhauling kind of way, but in a simple, subtle way that has just unlocked amazing things for me. And I could not not share it with you. So today's, um, and the episode really, and these episodes really are for all women, whether you're on birth control, you're off birth control, um, you're using a barrier method, you may be peri or postmenopausal, or even transgender. And so I invite you to really to tune in no matter where you are with your hormonal journey. And then also jump into the free MomStrong Facebook group. I did a live video training on this that you can watch, as well as I have a document in there that has lots of articles and podcasts and resources and even more books that if you're like, hey, I want to learn more about this. Um, I really what I want to empower you to do is to walk away and learn to celebrate your body instead of seeing it as a burden of being female, especially our menstrual cycles, because they are incredible incredibly intricate and they are telling us things all the time. So when we try to mask them with either taking a bunch of ibuprofen or slapping hormonal birth control on an issue, then we're silencing an actual like something our body is telling us. It's saying, hey, this is going on and you can help me. And then we take hormonal birth control and we shut it up. And so I want to share my story really quickly. And I'll do this at the beginning of each episode, just in case people are jumping in uh, mid, you know, starting with uh, third, the third phase of it or not. So for me, um, personally, I was on hormonal birth control for about 22 years, save the like year when I got pregnant, had Zeke, and then was breastfeeding. And then I went back on hormonal birth control after that. So really since I was 16. And for me, it was never, um, a lot of women are, are uh, prescribed birth control for many different issues that don't relate to pregnancy, that they are like, they're uh, either heavy periods or bad acne or um, bad PMS symptoms. And the pill seems kind of like the this like one size fits all. Oh, you're having women issues, take the pill. So for me, that was never the case. I just took it because I didn't want to get pregnant. And so, um, but I've been on it, various forms of hormonal birth control for again, 22 years and just went off it um, a few weeks ago. So, but I, what, what sparked this was reading the book Woman Code and being like, wow, 
I really can heal my body through food and through movement and through supplementation in a way that doesn't have the harmful effects of hormonal birth control. So I want to say I'm not anti-hormonal birth control. I think there is a place for it, but I am pro-education. And for me, I feel silly that I didn't have the education, that I wasn't given the education um, to really make an educated choice, to understand what I was just putting in my body every single day. And that, and a couple, you know, tips or points that I want to make that maybe you don't know because I didn't necessarily fully understand it is the fact that hormonal birth control absolutely shuts down communication between your endocrine system, your brain, and your hormones and your uterus and your ovaries and all these things. And so it's not like it's, um, it literally just shuts it down. So if it's trying to communicate saying, hey, something's wrong with my body, something's really going wrong, it can't even communicate that. So I always thought that, you know, the week where I would take the sugar pills, that that was an actual period. It's not. And so if you are currently on hormonal birth control, what you want to do is follow the lunar cycle. Because you, if you are on hormonal birth control, you are essentially in a state of like semi-permanent pregnancy. And the breakthrough bleed is just a withdrawal symptom from synthetic hormones. It's not an actual period. And they created it that way to, to signify, you know, oh, okay, this is when you'd have your period. Um, but it's not a real period. So you're not able, even if you do bleed, if you're on hormonal birth control, don't follow that cycle. Don't say, oh, yep, when I'm on the pill, but this is the first day that I bled, that's when I'm having my menstrual cycle. No, it's not. That's not the case. I recommend following the lunar cycle if you are transgender, if you are um, missing periods, if you don't know where you're at. You're like, I don't even know where I'm at in my cycle. I'm not on birth control, but I don't know where I'm at. And that might be for many reasons. Maybe you're perimenopausal. Um, if you are postmenopausal and no longer have the hormones for necessary cycle, follow the lunar cycle. You can literally just Google it. Where's the moon at today? And everyone I'll do, I'll, I'll tell you where in the lunar cycle you'll want to follow. So again, my goal is to educate and again, leave you with probably more questions than answers. But for me, it was like, I couldn't not share this as a health coach, as a female, when I know that I'm, I can't be the only one that wasn't given the information that, wow, I'm not really having a real period. And wow, this potentially could be masking some really big symptoms and impacting potential future fertility, not only fertility, because we don't, I don't have a desire to get pregnant again, but also future just health. And when you can do it in a way, you can not be taking hormonal birth control and experience your menstrual cycle and learn those things about your body, then you can heal your body with that. So the overview thing here is that women, that there's a daily circadian rhythm. You've heard me talk about that and anything we're in about sleep, right? Your circadian rhythm is really, really important. But we as women have a 28-day cycle. The circadian rhythm is 24 hours, which is what men operate on with their hormones. But we as women have a 28-day hormonal cycle called the infradian rhythm. And so what's really important about that is that most of society smash the patriarchy has been built around the 24-hour cycle because it's been built around men. And so we're expected to have the same energy, the same drive, the same push all four weeks of the month. That's just not part of our biology. And that's not a bad thing. It's so easy to go, oh man, I have to like slow down a few days of the, of the month or I have to, here's when I'm at my best so I can't do, you know, I can't run a marathon on that day. No, but if you learn this and you learn about where am I at in my cycle, then you can go, oh, that's why I have lower energy. That's why I need a little more self-care. Oh, wow, that's when I should be going out and doing presentations. That's when I should be going out and like doing speaking gigs. And you can learn this about your body and then work with it. And then that unlocks a whole bunch of magic when you're not 
going against your body because it's going to happen either way. So if you work against it, oh my gosh, sister, you're just going to be exhausted and frustrated and two weeks out of the month, losing weight, feeling good, having energy. And then two weeks out of the month, you're going to be stalling because your hormones are building you up in a different way. And so once you understand that, you can work with it. And that's where the magic is. So the first thing I'd recommend if you are not, if you are off of hormonal birth control and you are not tracking your cycle, do that. There are a bunch of apps out there, the MyFlow app, the Clue app. There's a ton of them. Or just use a pen and paper. And day one is the day that you bleed. And that's the the phase we're going to talk about today is the actual menstrual phase. Or if you are not, if you are on hormonal birth control, you are not sure where you're at in your cycle and you're not on hormonal birth control or you're postmenopausal, then you want to use the lunar cycle. And that will begin with the new moon. So figure out where the new moon, when the new moon was last, and use that as signifying whenever the new moon is, that is technically the first day of your bleed. And then you can go from there. So we're talking about the menstrual phase. So the menstrual cycle is the whole four phases. The menstrual phase is the first day that you bleed. That's when, again, if you're off of hormonal birth control, the first day you have a steady period, not spotting. You might spot a couple days where it's really light, but this is like the first day of a, of a consistent flow is your menstrual cycle. Typically, it's three to seven days. And with the lunar cycle, again, it falls with the new moon. And so this is kind of the, if you think about it as seasons as well, it's a better kind of like analogy for it. So this is the season of winter. It's when the ground lays, you know, lays unplanted and seeds are doing their thing, but they're doing it more internally. It's about going inside. Hormonally, your progesterone drops and your uterine lining then starts shedding because of that. And then your estrogen during this cycle peaks and then drops. And again, that's signifying that, hey, there was no egg implanted. We need to shed this lining and get ready to start all over again with the female hormonal cycle. So this cycle, this part of the phase is three to seven days, your menstrual cycle, your menstrual phase is great for resting and reflecting, evaluating, going inside, enjoying your finished projects, starting to plant seeds for the next phase and reflect on what really went well, what didn't. It's not a whole lot of that outward action, but it is very internal when you look back and you go, hey, how'd these last three to four weeks go? What went really well? What didn't go well? And doing this monthly is really, really powerful. For your movement, what best goes with your cycle is an easy walk, some gentle stretching. Um, For me, you guys know that I'm a weightlifter. I love to lift heavy things. So for me, I will typically try to use this as my deload week where I lift lighter or I maybe do um, more reps, but I do it at a lighter weight. So I'm not pushing myself super hard. It really is an easy and I'm definitely taking rest days. My rest days look very lazy, very, I'm just literally resting. I'm not necessarily going and doing yoga or on an extra walk or things like that. So this is the reason why also you may have, you know, two weeks ago had a really rock star hit workout and then traded the same workout during your menstrual phase or luteal phase and you're gassed. And it's because your hormones don't work that way and you're actually working against yourself. You, if you start cycling your workouts and your food with your menstrual cycle, you will have an easier time losing weight doing less work. Trust me. I've seen clients this. I've seen other women experience this. I personally experienced this. So for your workouts during your menstrual phase when you're bleeding, you want an easy walk, some gentle stretching. If you're a weightlifter, a deload week, like short, short, easy runs, things like that that are just easier for whatever your bar is set at for your workouts. 
the next thing is talking about sex. So every episode I'm going to talk about sex, what's going on, um, and what might be going on with your body to help you support sex. And this can be self-pleasure, this can be with a partner. And in this phase, the menstrual cycle, even though you're thinking that you, you have blood, it might be wet, that it's actually a dry phase. So we have wet and dry phases. Wet phases when you naturally make natural lubrication, and a dry phase is when your body does not make natural lubrication. It has nothing to do with how turned on or excited you are. There are times in the month where you could be very turned on, but you don't have any natural lubrication because of your hormones. This was the biggest aha moment from when women were talking to me during or after the um the training that I did in the free Facebook group, they were like, this makes so much sense. And it makes you feel less broken. Like where your partner might be trying to please you and trying to get you wet, but at this phase in your hormones, you just don't have the hormones to do that. So just grab some lubrication, no big deal. So dry phase. And again, some women think of this, if you do choose to have sex when you are menstruating, think about it, um, the reason why it's a dry phase, so think about it, even though you have blood, right? There might be blood present. Blood, when it hits air, dries right? Like you get like a scab or whatever. And so even if you are bleeding, it's still a dry phase. You still want to use lubrication because your hormones are so low that you're not creating that natural lubrication. You might crave more me time. So self-pleasure might feel really good. Um, sex can ease menstrual cramps. So if you want to give it a shot, see if that works. Um, for foods, I'm going to give you an overview of foods. Again, I encourage you to pick up the In the Flow and Woman Code books that have more information, more in-depth food lists. But you want nutrient-dense foods with iron and zinc, warm, hearty foods like soups and stews. And so if you're thinking about where do you kind of start with cycle syncing, you might want to do this with something where it's like, okay, I'm just going to create more hearty foods, more warm, you know, casseroles and soups and stews this time of this time of my cycle and see how that feels. Again, it's winter. So you're kind of aligning with that winter mentality. For um, food, buckwheat. I love buckwheat groats, they're called, G-R-O-A-T-S. I find them at um, Fresh Time at our local co-op in the bulk aisle. And you can make them in kind of like a porridge or an oatmeal, wild rice, beets, kale, mushrooms, grapes, blueberries, um, kidney and adzuki beans, duck and pork, sardines, scallops, catfish, lobster, salt, and miso. Some foods to kind of get you thinking about, ooh, can I add those in? Can I have a couple more of these things? Can I swap out my regular oatmeal with some buckwheat? And then, um, and that's kind of the overview of the menstrual phase. So it really does, it focuses on winter. So think about winter, going inside, slowing down a little bit, um, bringing the pace down, reflecting, evaluating. And for those of us like myself, who are a achievers, who are Enneagram threes, who want to do all the things, um, this is a really great time to strategically plan to look back. How did the month go? And it feels like you're still doing something because you are evaluating, but you're not putting anything into action and you're not going out and having, you know, uh, having, you know, big speaking gigs or doing a presentation. You're evaluating, how did that go? Okay. And you're, cause you have a very critical mind at this point that works really, really well. So again, a sex, it's a dry phase, use some lubrication, no shame in that game, workouts, an easy walk, some gentle stretching. And again, I would recommend if you're just starting and this is kind of new to you, begin just by tracking your face if you are off of hormonal birth control, okay? Otherwise, if you're on hormonal birth control or you're postmenopausal or don't know where you're at in your cycle, start syncing with the lunar cycle. This would be the new moon. Day one, the new moon, that would be the first day. And then for three to seven days, move, eat, think this way. And hop into the free MomStrong Facebook group for more resources. 
continue the conversation in there, ask questions. There's lots of articles. There's that free video training that has all four cycles if you want to dive in that way. And this is the first of our phases, the menstrual cycle. So um, again, I have only one spot left for the Mom Strong method, the coaching, the one-on-one program that I operate. And as I mentioned last episode, if you have school-aged children, mama, listen up, it is time to get coaching because what's going to happen is summer's going to come over and whatever we end up doing with the school year is going to be a little more chaotic, a little more stressful, especially on working moms. And so if you can help and if you can work with me through the month of July and August and into September, and then I will support you through that transition into the school year, as well as through the holidays and the first of the year and the new year. So it's a really great time to think about getting coaching, getting support for you and your sanity so that when you enter in this next stage of uncertainty and of chaos, that you are your best solid self. I would love to coach you. It's built to help you feel more sane, but to do it in a way that doesn't suck and that doesn't overhaul your entire life. And so if you want more information, head to craftyourlifecoaching.com. I'd be happy to talk with you more. And again, jump in the Free Mom Strong Facebook group. Shoot me in a DM on Instagram at jennifer.t.johnson. And remember, you're mom strong. You are not meant to be normal or average or perfect. You are meant to be exceptional in your own way. As always, I am here in your corner cheering you on and believing in you even before you believe in yourself. Massive love to you.